It comes down to this. The Eagles in a must-win situation on Saturday night when the Washington Redskins come to Lincoln Financial Field. And we start talking about it right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eagles 360. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with the Hall of Famer Brian Westbrook. I guess we have to touch on what happened Sunday night, a 40-17 to loss to the Arizona Cardinals that, you know, Brian, it, when you step back and really consider everything, not a huge surprise. The Cardinals are 12-2. and two. The Eagles are just struggling to get into the playoffs. Well, you're right. Yeah, they're 12-2 and two for a reason, and that's because they scored the football offensively. They have weapons all across the field from the receiver position. They have a running back that can run you over and run past you, uh, and they have a quarterback that can deliver the football. Defensively, they're one of the top defenses in the league, and that's why they're 12-2. and two. Uh, for the Eagles, they haven't been able to play uh, offensively consistently enough to, to kind of match up with a team like that. And defenses, they didn't seem to show up as we needed them to yesterday. Um, and that's why they lost. And so I, I think you're right. I don't think a lot of people were surprised. I think everyone wanted a better showing from this football team. Yeah, it was really competitive for the first half. The Eagles trailing 17-10 to 10 after two quarters. They had an opportunity late in the first half to convert inside the red zone. And the Eagles just unable to do that on a fourth and one run by Ryan Matthews all bottled up. And then from that point on, it just went downhill in a hurry against the Eagles. So we'll talk about it. But we also want to talk about this, Brian. The Eagles have a short week and a must win. And the division is still there. And I don't care if you're the, the winner of the Miss Ugly Beauty pageant. You still are the winner. And the Eagles want to win this division. So how do you get the mindset going in the right direction. I think they have to kind of go back to that same mindset they had against the, the New England Patriots. They have to go back to that rally and cry, us against the world, no one believes in us. We have to figure out a way to get everybody on the same page and play aggressive, attacking offense and defense, special teams as well. And if they're able to do that, then we have a chance in this football game. Yeah, so Chip Kelly meets the media today. Let's get caught up on everything happening at the NovaCare Complex. It's our Eagles 360 update. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith and this is your 360 update. We are a day removed from the Eagles 40-17 loss at the hands of the Arizona Cardinals. And today at the NovaCare Complex we heard from Eagles head coach Chip Kelly who spoke about how if the Eagles want to improve their run defense, they'll have to do a better job of tackling moving forward. You know, it's right now it's inconsistency. I think, you know, we did not play well in that stretch when we played Tampa Bay, but then I think after uh, Thanksgiving we got things straightened out. I thought we played really well in rush defense. Uh, against Buffalo, who had a, a really good rushing attack coming in here. Um, we tackled better as a group uh, in the Buffalo game. If you just look at the last two weeks, we tackled better as a group in the Buffalo game. We didn't tackle very well um, yesterday against uh, Arizona, and that, that hurt us. One of the other main topics here at the NovaCare Complex on Monday was that of running back to Marco Murray and the Eagles running back rotation moving forward. And according to Kelly, if the Eagles run the ball more effectively, there'll be more carries for each of the backs. It's not the way we, we don't have any thoughts or plans going into it. This is just how this season's expressed itself in terms of we would have hoped we had a, carries to go around with everybody when we're love to have 35 carries that we can distribute between our backs. So, um, again, we're not running the ball consistently enough from any in anybody, whether it be Ryan, whether it be DeMarco, whether it be Darren, um, for us to be successful in offense. And that's why we've been like this. We've been up and down. When we can run the football uh, and get those guys carries, then we're doing a good job. But we also have to be successful doing it. You're just not going to run it for the sake of running it and average two yards to carry and then say, well, at least we ran it enough and everybody got touches. You know, It's not about getting touches. It's about winning and it's about productivity. 
In order for the Eagles to keep their NFC East hopes alive, they must beat the Washington Redskins on Saturday night here at Lincoln Financial Field, the third straight home game for the Eagles. And according to Coach Kelly, the short week does affect the schedule as they prepare for the Redskins. A day changes everything. So, you know, tomorrow will be a Wednesday for us and everything just gets accelerated today. So tomorrow instead of, you know, today is really like a Tuesday for really like a Tuesday for us. So tomorrow is a Wednesday for us in terms of what our schedule will be and what will be on the field and meeting wise and walk through in the afternoon and all those other things that we normally don't have two days after a game. But we have to we're, it's just we move the schedule up. So tomorrow is a Wednesday. Wednesday's a Thursday, Thursday's a Friday, Friday's a Saturday. It's just kind of how it works. That will wrap things up here from the Novacare Complex. You can check out the entirety of Coach Kelly's press conference and get all the latest Eagles news right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Well, thank you so much, Alex. We've got a lot to get to on Eagles 360 today. We'll talk about the defense and the problems that it had, the special teams really unable to take control of the game on Sunday night. When we return to Eagles 360, we're going to talk about, believe it or not, a bright spot. Yes, a bright spot. We searched very deep for this one. Sam Bradford played, well, pretty good. You know, two interceptions we don't like, two touchdowns we like. Took a bunch of hits. How do you evaluate Sam Bradford going into this crucial game against Washington? We're going to talk about it when we return to Eagles 360. gentlemen how are you doing sorry for crashing your draft party i bring you a philadelphia eagle obviously uh you guys love season-long drafts we love it too you can continue with the season-long draft and then you can draft a new team every week we're giving away two billion dollars in prizes this year if you win you get instant cash back you can sign up for one dollar Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apples, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. Dave Spadaro, Eagles insider, Brian Westbrook, the Eagles Hall of Famer, perhaps an NFL, a Pro Football Hall of Famer someday. You never Keep know. Keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, we hope so, too. Thank We'd you. We'd love to have you out on the field right now. This Eagles offense <laughs> could really use some juice in a 40-17 loss to Arizona on Sunday night. Four turnovers, Brian, and you cannot win football games handing it over to any team in the NFL, much less one that 
comes in at 11 and 2. You're right. The good teams, they're not going to make a lot of mistakes. And the bad teams, generally the teams that struggle and lose football games, they make mistakes. Yesterday, the Eagles made a lot of mistakes, and you can't do that, especially when you don't, you're, you're matching up with a team that wants to score the football and they have a very good defense. You can't make those types of mistakes. Um, and if they want to win moving forward, I'm not talking about just yesterday, they want to move forward against the, the Redskins as well as the Giants. They have to figure out a way to eliminate the mistakes. And to do that, they need to have big games from the quarterback, Sam Bradford. 361 passing yards on Sunday night. Two touchdowns, one to Zach Ertz, one to Jordan Matthews. Two interceptions. Took a lot of hits, Brian. And as you look at Sam and you project him for this game against Washington, what does he have to do? We know that the Redskins are going to apply pressure. We know Ryan Kerrigan gives Lane Johnson all kinds of problems. The secondary beat up in Washington. Can Sam Bradford carry this offense to a win on, on Saturday night? Well, I think the most important thing is you have to find a way to protect your quarterback. You can't allow Sam Bradford or any quarterback for that matter to continue to take the types of hits that he's taking. The other thing you have to do, and Chip Kelly said it way back at the beginning of the season, you have to have a run game to protect your quarterback, but also make a defense play against an offensive team that is two-dimensional. So now when it's second and short, third and short, they have to protect against the run, and they have to protect against the pass. So far in the last few games, we haven't seen a running attack that can help our quarterback. I think Sam Bradford's doing a pretty good job with the limited resources that he has around him, but at the same time, we still need better play from him as well. And so this offense has to score more than 17 points a game. They have to figure a couple things out in order to do that. Ryan, you say limited resources around him. DeMarco Murray is not contributing to this offense, we know that. Ryan Matthews has had a few big runs, but really ineffective on Sunday night. It's not like those players are all of a sudden bad football players. When you say limited resources, why has there been no production at least consistently in the run game? Well, it's a combination of things, especially in the run game. It starts with the blocking. It starts with being able to read the holes. It starts also, when you look at it, with the play call. You know, are you calling it in predictable situations? Can you, can you change the play from the right side to the left side? There's a lot of different things that's going into it. And at some point, you have to understand as an offense. The defense knows what's coming. You have to be able to beat them at your own game. And I don't think the Eagles are mentally tough enough at this time to be able to do that. At the wide receiver position, Jordan Matthews, a big game on Sunday night. For the most part, he's had a good season. Too many drops, we know that. But Jordan Matthews has been by far the most productive and the most consistent of a disappointing group of wide receivers. Chip Kelly was really high on this group in the preseason. Nelson Aguilar, a first-round draft pick, said to be the most ready player in the 2015 draft. Josh Huff in his second year after being a third-round pick last year, ready to take that next step, bringing in Miles Austin, a veteran who could teach the young guys and move the chains. And then Jordan Matthews using his size out of the slot. Matthews has produced, Brian, but there really hasn't been much else from the rest of the wide receiver group. Now, two games to go here. Are we expecting you know, too much to think that they could really step it up? You know, we haven't seen a lot of it, that production from the wide receiver group all season long. And so I'm not sure that that's going to change. I think what we need to see is them be able to stretch the field, the width of the field. Because when you see a lot of Sam Bradford's throws, they're in the middle of the field. They're around their hashes, right by the numbers, the tight ends to Jordan Matthews. The defenses, they don't have to respect the entire field, which makes them condense their defense. It makes it a lot harder in your run game because you got the cornerbacks and safeties right there at the box and also in your pass game because now they're saying, listen, we don't have to cover outside of the numbers. So you're taking away 25 yards of the field that defenses do not have to cover. It makes it much harder on your offense. They have to figure these things out. And, and having more weapons, of course, makes it a lot easier on your quarterback and your offense. Your read on Nelson Aguilar, 19 catches in his rookie season. We obviously thought that he would produce 
and take some of the burden off of Matthews and replace some of the production that went with Jeremy Macklin to Kansas City, not 86 catches worth. Uh, what's your read on, on Nelson Aguilar? Young receiver. And really, if you think about the history of the NFL, it wasn't until the last couple years with Beckham and those types of guys that you've seen rookies come in and contribute right away and be Pro Bowl types of players. And before that, it's taking wide receivers a couple years just to get going to understand how to run NFL-type routes, how to get that separation against NFL-type of defenders. And I think for, for Aguilar, that's gonna same, the same thing is going to be true. He's just, it's going to take him time to understand the way that he needs to get open, and you're going to need coaches to work with him every offseason so that he can get better. Developing players is going to be an important thing for this for this football team. Yeah, I really thought that Nelson down the stretch here would be more of the go-to receiver. The high ankle sprain obviously set him back and has had some flashes, but just has not been able to be that consistent receiver the Eagles looking for. At tight end, big game for Zach Ertz. Brent Selleck's been solid. Uh, I guess more and more as you look at how to match up against the Washington Redskins, Ertz may be more valuable than just about anybody on the field for this football team. He's been productive in the red zone, has gotten into the end zone. Last year, you remember in week 16 at Washington, Ertz had 15 catches. Perhaps we see more of that on Saturday night. The Eagles need to move the football down the field, move the chains. Gosh, Brian, this offense has scored 30 points in one game this year. The Dallas game doesn't count. Jordan Hicks had the return for a touchdown. Uh, this offense has just regressed production-wise, and I am really disappointed. I think everybody is. Yeah, I think everyone's disappointed, but in, and this is how it's always been in the NFL. You're starting the trenches, and I think in the trenches just a little bit, this offensive line has regressed a little bit, and that kind of trickles down through your quarterback, your running back, and your receivers, and then you have an offense that's scoring 17, 18, 20 points a game, and against the good teams in the NFL, that's just not going to be enough production, especially if you're not getting big plays from your special teams, meaning short fields or touchdowns, punt blocks, those types of things, or interceptions from your defense. If your offense is not able to um, score enough points, and I'm not talking about threes, I'm talking about touchdowns, then it's going to have a problem. The number that jumps out, 5.21 yards per play, ranked 28th in the NFL. This from an offense that in 2013 led the league in explosive plays, led the league in rushing, set a franchise record for points scored. The Eagles offense un just unable to get on track in 2015. So that's our look at the Eagles offense when we return to Eagles 360. We take a look at a defense that is banged up at the cornerback position that tackled so poorly on Sunday night. You just know they're going to come back on Saturday with some fire, with some energy, and they better be physical against the Washington Redskins offense that comes into Philadelphia flying high. Catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with Dunkin' Donuts holiday cookie-flavored coffees. From 2 to 6 p.m., enjoy any medium latte or macchiato for $1.99. America runs on Dunkin'. What if this year, we went around the table and instead of saying what we're thankful for, we said who we're thankful for? Lincoln Financial helps provide financial security for those who are always there for you. Because this is what you do for people you love. Take charge of your now at LincolnFinancial.com. Lincoln Financial, you're in charge. What makes a temple owl? Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce and she's not alone. Temple University, 
where owls call home. We are the cherry and white. The city is our classroom, and we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. Bud Light, the perfect beer for proving victory is spelled E-A-G-L-E-S. Try a one-week fantasy football league on FanDuel today. Home to more winners than any other site. Go to FanDuel.com for your free account now. Welcome back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Brian Westbrook. We're live for you this week on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then we get you all covered start to finish and then some on Saturday. As the NFC East hangs in the balance, the Eagles must win against Washington to stay alive in the postseason race. Now, we are going to talk about the defense. And the defense, for the most part this year, has survived with the takeaway. Mm -hmm. Sunday night, no takeaways against Arizona. Eagles giving up 493 yards of offense. Arizona basically, Brian, did what they wanted to do. If they couldn't throw the football down the field and they took some shots, they ran it to the tune of 230 yards. Yeah, this defense and really this football team has been very dependent on the takeaway to survive. And when they don't get the turnovers, they don't get the pick six or the sacks, pressure on the quarterback, then, uh, then they struggle. And so what, what has happened here is that they allowed Arizona to be two-dimensional. They allowed the run game as well as the pass game to be exploited. And, and when you have that, it's so hard on the defense. It's so hard on Billy Davis because you can't bring up eight guys in the box because they'll throw over the top. You can't have all those guys in the secondary and drop eight guys because they'll run the football. And so this defense, just like any other defense, has to figure out a way of what do you, what's your identity. We're a tough run you are a team to run against. If you're that way, then be that way. But if you want to, if you're, you're a tough team to pass against, then be that way. But you can't give up both, and that's what happens to this defense. They allow offenses to be two-dimensional. Yeah, and I don't know what kind of adjustments Bill Davis can make in a very short week here. The Eagles are hurting a cornerback, Byron Maxwell, shoulder injury, Eric Rowe, concussion. We'll see how they fare later in the week. Obviously, both players want to be on the field. When you count the Eagles losing Ja'Cory Shepard and Nolan Carroll, Byron Maxwell, and, and also Eric Rowe. That's four cornerbacks the Eagles are down. So they're playing in the second half on Sunday night with Jalen Watkins and E.J. Biggers and a lot of Ed Reynolds and Chris Maragos on the field. All great guys, all good football players, just not top-notch cover players. And now you've got Pierre Garçon mm -hmm. and Jordan Reed and Deshaun Jackson and Kirk Cousins, who's playing at a really high level can you change it schematically, or is it all up here with the Eagles defense? Well, I think part of it is they're going to have to figure out a way to, to pressure Kirk Cousins. We want to get him to the point where he's throwing the ball to your defense, not allowing him time to step back there, a seven-step drop, and allow Deshaun Jackson to try to run past your DBs. So I, I think Billy Davis has to kind of go back to where he used to do and blitzing a little bit. You have to pressure him somehow. Uh, our front four just wasn't able to get uh, to Carson Palmer enough uh, yesterday, and so you have to pressure Kirk Cousins. Don't allow them to sit back there and just throw the ball at will. Jordan Reed is a very good tight end. He's become that security blanket for it, Kirk Cousins. Eagles tackled very poorly on Sunday night, Brian. What did you see? Was it 
effort? Was it technique? Was it just one of those nights? Well, I, I think it's I think it's technique. I think the effort was there. These guys, they want to go out there and make the plays. I question their, their technique just a little bit. I question their toughness just a little bit as well. I want these guys to be physical attacking. We saw that the last couple of weeks against LaShawn McCoy. They tackled very well. He's one of the most elusive running backs in the league. But when I'm seeing David Johnson, a rookie, run up and down the football field against his defense, it makes me question their ability to stay focused on what they need to be focused on, which is tackling the football, not just going for the strip. You have to be able to tackle the football as well. They didn't do a very good job of that yesterday. And when you look at the numbers, I mean, the Eagles, they've done well with takeaways, tied for six in the league with 25 takeaways. But otherwise, the numbers tell you the story, and we can extrapolate numbers in a lot of different ways. No way to hide these numbers with points allowed and rushing defense and yards allowed per game. And this is from teams that are, in some instances here, Brian, have kind of called off the offense in the middle of the fourth quarter. It could be worse. Yeah, it definitely could have been worse. This Arizona offense is prolific. They have the ability to score at will. They did slow things down just a little bit there in that fourth quarter. And so, you know, this defense has to find a way to get better. And this is the latter stages of the season. And getting better at this time of the year is hard to do. But Billy Davis has to find a way to play to the strength of the guys that are playing right now. And if that's Eric Rowe, if that's Biggers, if that's Watkins, whoever that person is, they have to find a way to make those guys feel special in the defense. Special teams on Sunday night. Well, we were hoping that they would continue their dominance. Not a bad night. Donnie Jones uh, always has been Outstanding. One of the MVPs of this football team. Solid performance, just not enough to overcome what happened on the field. Josh Huff showed some explosiveness in the kick return game. But, boy, you can't rely on special teams to score touchdowns two and three times in the course of a month here. Well, you didn't get any special plays. I think they played a solid game as far as the special teams-wise. But you're right. You can't just depend on them getting touchdowns every single game for you to win. That just doesn't happen very often in the NFL. I think they played field position pretty well. And Donnie Jones continues to be an all-pro, quite mm -hmm. honestly, um, one of the better punters in the league. But at the same time, you have to score touchdowns, especially against the good teams. And you really can't fault the special teams for that. And now what we have ahead is the NFC East. Games against Washington and New York. The Eagles very much in the playoff picture despite all this doom and gloom and the disappointment from Sunday night's loss. The Eagles control their fate in 2015. Can they take advantage in these final two games against Washington and New York? We talk about the playoffs, yeah, when we return to Eagles 360. deals on all the best brands. Get a $50 Sports Authority cash card when you buy select GoPro cameras. Only at Sports Authority. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. You step to Philly? The bus. The trolley. The train. 
Route 124. Route 23. I sent to Philly, the 17 to training. Jenkintown. To her house. His house. To Betsy's house. City Hall. FTC. Delco. Media. To work. To school. To the mall. Abuelas. Broad Street. To the game. I step to Philly. Anywhere. Hey, we're talking playoffs for the Philadelphia Eagles. Playoffs? Welcome back. Playoffs. <laughs> Welcome back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Brian Westbrook. And yes, Virginia, there is a playoff season to be had. And here is the look at the NFC East. Now, with a two-game winning streak, the Washington Redskins have taken a seemingly commanding one-game lead over Philadelphia and New York with Dallas eliminated. It's not that simple. Here's a look at the playoff scenarios for the Philadelphia Eagles. The easiest path for the Eagles, of course, is to win these next two games, and they are in and riding high and feeling good home playoff game right here in South Philadelphia. Got to win first on Saturday night. Now, if the Eagles beat Washington and lose to the Giants and the Redskins lose both of their games and the Giants beat Minnesota and then lose to its three-way, then it's confusing. So we just got to talk about one game at a time here. Beat the Washington Redskins. Now, if Washington wins on Saturday, the Redskins clinch the division in our house. Brian, I got to tell you, that would be fairly humiliating. Yeah. In fact, extremely humiliating. First of all, you have to protect your house, and you never want to lose at home, but you never want to allow another team to clinch the division in your home, especially if you have a chance uh, to win it and you're fighting for that division. That would be that would upset not the players, not only the players, but also the fans, me included. I would imagine that number 11 with the Washington Redskins would make quite a show of clinching the NFC East at Lincoln Financial Field. So it really it comes down to this. How do the Eagles recover very quickly a day off here on Monday? How do they recover very quickly physically and mentally and prepare for Washington? Now, Washington with a big win over the Eagles early in the season, Brian, an ugly one for the Eagles in week four. Special teams problems that day. Caleb Sturgis, the defense, giving up the big drive to Kirk Cousins late in the game. I got to believe that the Eagles still have some anger, feeling some smartness, just feeling that they've got a little payback here against Washington. Well, they better have that feeling because they need that feeling. They need that type of energy to be successful. Uh, We've seen the 53 angry men. We've seen all different types of things. We've seen bulletin board material. I just want these guys to come together and play as a unit. That's it. I mean, I don't, I don't want them thinking about playoffs. I'm, I want them thinking about winning this one football game, come together as a unit, play unified football, us against the world. If they play like that, like their hair is on fire, not on the ground, but getting up, trying to make tackles, rallying to the football on the defensive side of the ball. If they play that way, then that's the football team that, that can deserves to go into the playoffs, to the, that deserves to win a football game, and I think they can do it. I've always wondered, how hard is it to play that way every week? Don't you kind of play that way every week? Well, you, it's your you, job, right? The, the game plan is that you play that way every week. But the hard part is this: the hard part is to get that type of play out of every player every single week. That's why you need multiple players. That's why you need talent across the board to be able to do that. Unfortunately, they haven't got that type of talent across the board from every single person every single game. Was there ever a game, Brian, when you were just like, I really don't feel like playing today? There were games where mentally you didn't have that edge 
uh, like you normally have. But those are the games where you say, hey, I'm getting paid to do this. I'm a professional. And I don't know, not only owe it to myself, I owe it to the fans, but I owe it to these other 52 guys on this football team that have, that have went out and practiced hard all week long, that want to win this game. Those guys have it today. I have to give all everything that I have just to help these guys win. And I think that's what professionals do. What do you think is in better shape heading into this game, offense or defense? You know, the defense got beat up a little bit in this past game. And I think when you think about it, um, the, the, the defense has struggled against power run type of teams, teams that want to bring in an extra tight end and that want to play power football. And I think the Redskins have that capability with Matt Jones and Alfred Morris. They can play power football. And so I think the defense uh, probably got beat up a little bit more in this past game. Right, so the challenge is that on Saturday night, Washington riding a two-game win streak, feeling very confident. They come to Lincoln Financial Field and the Eagles must be ready to play great football. When we return to Eagles 360, we're going to talk about Washington, the challenges that the Redskins present to the Eagles on offense, on defense, on special teams, and up here between the ears, can the Eagles get to that high pitch, that emotional level to win a game for the first time this season that they absolutely have to win? Catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with Dunkin' Donuts holiday cookie-flavored coffees. From 2 to 6 p.m., enjoy any medium latte or macchiato for $1.99. America runs on Dunkin'. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I got to oh, make profit. That makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. Bud Light, the perfect beer for proving victory is spelled E-A-G-L-E-S. Love the Eagles? Play the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Players must be 18 or older. Please play responsibly. Our final segment here on Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, along with Brian Westbrook, the Hall of Famer in Washington, comes to town. And the Redskins have been playing good football. Kirk Cousins has really, really asserted himself at the quarterback position. Brian, name a player, one on offense and one on defense, who really has to step up for the Eagles to win this game. Well, I think for offense, it's pretty easy. They need to establish a running game, and that starts with Ryan Matthews at this time. I need him to be a, a, a physical presence offensively. I need him to make it much easier for Sam Bradford to convert third downs. I'm talking about getting yards on first and second down. So now you're dealing with third and short, and that makes the defense not necessarily know what's going to come next, a pass or a run. I need him to be that energy, the energizer bunny that he was early on in the season. If he can do that, then I think this offense could be much more successful. 
Now, defensively, I think uh, you have to talk about a group. I need my cornerbacks, whether that's Biggers, Rowe, uh, uh, Maxwell, whoever's out there. I need all those guys to come to play because it's going to be tough to stop Jordan Reed. It's going to be tough to stop Pierre Garçon. It's going to be tough to stop uh, Deshaun Jackson. If they can figure a way to slow those guys down just a little bit, I think the defense can be successful. All right, I've got a couple. Now, obviously, Sam Bradford, we're talking about making him better, so he's the guy. But I'm going to go with Lane Johnson, Eagles right tackle, who has really had trouble last year at FedEx Field against Ryan Kerrigan earlier this season against Ryan Kerrigan. The speed off the line of scrimmage seems to give Johnson some fits, and Kerrigan has had his number these last couple of games. I need Lane Johnson to be outstanding on Saturday night and give Sam Bradford a pocket from which to throw and try to attack a Washington secondary that has been banged up for weeks, that has been giving up big plays, and that could be had on Saturday night. Now, on defense, anytime I see a team run for 230 yards against the Eagles defense, I'm looking at the inside linebacker position. Kiko Alonso still struggling. Cannot believe that he's healthy. I just don't believe it. I see D'Amico Ryans on the downside of his career, coming off that Achilles tendon injury, still not healthy. I see Michael Kendricks, trying to run around the blocks rather than taking on blocks and shedding and going to the football. Too many big runs against the Eagles, and I agree with Brian. I think the Redskins come in here and try to run the football with some power game early and set up that play action and go over the top to Deshaun Jackson. So it is so important that the Eagles stop the run, and to do that, the inside linebackers got to tackle, got to play in the backfield, just got to do what we thought they would do. We thought that would be a strength of this football team after an injury ravaged 2014. Instead, once the Eagles lost Jordan Hicks, the whole position's kind of gone down the tubes. Yeah, they need to come with a physical, tough game. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. How physical can you be? How tough can you be this week? And if you can out-physical the Redskins team, you can win this football game. All right, so what's ahead for us here on Eagles 360? On Tuesday, Glenn Macnow joins me in studio. His takeaways from the 40-17 loss to the Arizona Cardinals. We take a trip to the world of fantasy football with Joe Dolan, our fantasy spin. And I'm going to lay out a few things in my column on PhiladelphiaEagles.com outlining what this offensive line has done this season and the difficulties it's had playing consistent, outstanding football. Too many ups and downs, and it all starts in the trenches. The Glamour Boys out here, you guys, That's right. you're only as good as what's in front of you. Absolutely. Right? We depend on those guys. Right. So, hey, Brian Westbrook, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Great job. Thank Happy you so holidays. much for joining us. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Brian Westbrook, Dave Spadaro, we thank you for joining us here on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.